the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Looking for a college to call home? Here's why you should check out Ohio Christian University. We're close to home, located 30 miles south of Columbus. We have fun here. From movies on the lawn to worship nights, intramural sports, and campus clubs, we have more than 40 majors to choose from and a strong spiritual emphasis and focus on Christ. Join us on campus. Apply today at ohiochristian.edu slash radio. Outside the beauty and benefits of a metal roof, how do you pick your contractor? My name's Dan Tolan, owner of The Metal Roof Company, and unlike some other companies, we specialize in metal roofing. We do it day in and day out. But don't take my word for it. Visit our website at themetalroofcompany.com. Look at our photo gallery, read our customer testimonials, then give us a call at 721-ROOF. That's 721-ROOF, or visit us on the web at themetalroofcompany.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The founders of our country were divinely inspired to come up with some brilliant concepts that are germane to the functioning of a constitutional republic. Uh, Principles like checks and balances and the right to peacefully protest. Of course, the devil is in the details, as well as in the White House and occasionally in our churches, uh, we'll discuss all of this today here on the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along on a Wednesday. A little rainy out there. The uh, typical producer of this show, Aaron Light, is uh, out at Little Turtle with the Pastors Masters, a uh, give back to those who uh, make a difference in our community uh, from the AM880 staff. And uh, my friend and uh, the eminently capable Alan Rogers is sitting in today. Hello, Mr. Rogers. How are you? Hello, Mr. It's not every day I get to say hi to Mr. Rogers. So. Uh, in the neighborhood, I know. <laughs> Glad to do that. Glad to have never, you in the neighborhood today. Never heard that before. So. Uh, in the Worthington neighborhood last night and in the Upper Arlington neighborhood, they were having school board meetings. Worthington, the meeting was apparently disrupted by seven or eight people in attendance who would not wear masks. That uh, caused great uh, consternation and unrest among at least one of the board members, Sam Shim. Uh, They couldn't proceed with what they had planned for the evening, so they just kind of sped things up and moved on. Uh, In Upper Arlington, a pastor from Covenant Presbyterian Church, if you're a parishioner, run for your lives, addressed the board. And we will play audio from his address to the board a little bit later on. Uh, In Washington, D.C., the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, 
decides that in the latter days of the Trump administration, uh, he will call his counterpart in China and say, hey, if we are planning any military action against you before Donald Trump leaves office and Joe Biden comes in, don't worry, I'll call and give you a heads up. Find that in the dictionary under treason. And while I'd like to label this treason, it's just mere idiocy. California voters have decided to keep Gavin Newsom as governor. So get out while you can if you're a Californian because you've chosen your path uh, willfully to descend into the abyss of uh, democratic misery. But let's start in Worthington where seven or eight people decided they would not wear masks last night, which is against the district's policy that requires everyone to wear a mask inside school buildings. Um, Now, this is where it gets really, really interesting. In Megan Henry of the Columbus Dispatch's account of the meeting, she says that board member Sam Shim told her that two people in attendance were doing the Nazi salute. Here is the quote that follows from Sam Shim. It was a hostile environment, and the visitors that were there felt their safety was at risk. We couldn't have a full board meeting when the board didn't feel safe, and the visitors who wanted to do public comments didn't feel safe, when people are doing a Nazi salute. Hmm. This is interesting. So, Mr. Shim is first saying that the visitors didn't feel safe, and then that the board didn't feel safe. Now, leaving aside for the moment that it is solely his opinion on this that is allowed to speak for those visitors and for his fellow board members, the comment from Sam Shim jogged a little something in my memory, and in perhaps yours. Sam Shim, Sam Shim, Sam Shim. Filing through the Rolodex of my mind. Where have I heard that name before? Worthington School Board, Sam Shim. Ah, Sam Shim was the Worthington School Board member, was he not, who recently referred to two people sitting in the front row at a school board meeting, which they are legally entitled to do. He referred to them as white supremacists. Remember? Yes, he referred to them as white supremacists because... They did not share his opinion on the dangers of COVID and the protocols that should be taken to keep students in the Worthington District and board members and teachers and administrators safe during the COVID era. They just had a different opinion than Sam Shim, and so he labeled them in a social media post for everybody to read. He labeled them white supremacists. Now, I began my career in media As a newspaper reporter, the fact that Sam Shim referred to visitors to a Worthington school board meeting recently as white supremacists is what we call a germane fact that should be reported in this story, where Sam Shim is saying that people didn't feel safe. He and others at the meeting and visitors at the meeting didn't feel safe because Visitors to the meeting were doing a Nazi salute. So let's do the dot connecting on this, okay? 
So Sam Shim and his fellow board members and people at this meeting, according to Sam Shim, as reported in the Columbus Dispatch, didn't feel safe because somebody there was doing a Nazi salute, which I think is charitably, indisputably, a sign of white supremacy, right? So they don't feel safe. But a month or so ago, when Sam Shim termed someone a white supremacist, do they have the right to not feel safe for him labeling them something that he did not have the right to do? See, the lack of safety door, the uh, branding others with label door, uh, that apparently is not a revolving door. It does not rotate on 360 degrees. It's only the white supremacy label according to Sam Shim. It's only the safety label according to Sam Shim. He can call someone a Nazi, and that's okay. He didn't resign. There were calls for him to resign. He didn't. He's ignored that. And by the way, the dispatch ignored that because nothing about Sam Shim's past, nothing about his behavior, labeling people who just happen to have a different opinion than him, Nothing about that was reported in this story by Megan Henry. She has chosen, either through ignorance, perhaps through incompetence, not knowing, not Googling Sam Shim, she has chosen to keep from the public a germane fact that This guy is a controversial member of the Worthington board, and this guy's judgment should be called into question because he's already proven his judgment faulty with the way that he has labeled others at a past meeting. So this is how it's going to be, folks. You're not surprised by this. You're on the right side of COVID if you're willing to put on a mask, if you're Afraid of others who won't. If you're vaccinated, fine. Good for you. I'm not criticizing you for being vaccinated. But many people who are vaccinated feel they are not safe from the unvaccinated and the unmasked. We know this because our president and our vice president say their actions are motivated because they have to keep the vaccinated safe from the unvaccinated. Not safe from COVID, which, by the way, that's the job of the vaccine. A Columbus Blue Jackets assistant coach lost his job the other day because he wouldn't get vaccinated. Uh, Allison Williams, an ESPN sideline reporter, can't work this year because she's pregnant and doesn't want to get vaccinated while pregnant. The football coach at the U.S. Naval Academy lost his job because he won't get vaccinated. And these kinds of consequences can be visited upon anyone in Columbus, Ohio, over the age of two. Because Andrew Ginther's mask mandate applies to anyone over the age of two, whether you have been vaccinated or not. Our number is 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. If you're saying, don't we have a state law to preclude this? We don't. But thankfully, we do have a legislature who's already signaled to Governor DeWine that he can't get away with slapping another mask mandate on our kids. 
And he admitted yesterday that he would dearly love to do that. We'll discuss next. It's the Bruce Hooley Show. Well, I think I know why Gavin Newsom won the recall in California. It's because of a stirring speech from uh, the president, Joe Biden. I'll play that for you momentarily. Uh, Mike DeWine, our governor, would like to slap a mask mandate on schools in Ohio. He can't do it. The General Assembly would uh, cut him off at the knees uh, if he did so. And so he can't. I'm glad. And I hope our General Assembly uh, enacts House Bill 248 which would preclude mandating vaccines and lots of other things. But not everyone shares my opinion, and that's fine, and I like to talk to people who do not share my opinion. Uh, so let's go to the phones, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989. Uh, what do you think of the governor's confession? Uh, I, I applaud him for being transparent. If you're anti-mask, uh, this won't help the governor get reelected, but I like the honesty. Tom is first today on the Bruce Hooley Show. Hello, Tom. Uh, yeah, hi. Uh, you were just uh, discussing uh, germane facts um, that was left out um, by, uh, I forget her uh, name from the dispatch. Um, uh, Megan Henry, But yeah. you yourself just, okay, you, you yourself just kind of completely neglected to mention that it wasn't just DeWine, but pretty much the head of every major pediatric hospital in the state mm-hmm. is begging that kids wear masks in school. Absolutely. No, you're is absolutely right. They all, they all are advocating for that. Absolutely they are. And I think it's so, I think it's ridiculous. Um, I, I think it's ridiculous because, first of all, there's a story yesterday reported widely by the Atlantic that they now believe that half, half of all COVID hospitalization numbers reported last year were people who were in the hospital for something other than COVID. They went to the hospital not for COVID, but for something else. They were tested because everybody's tested these days. Oh, they have COVID. So they're in the hospital with COVID, not from COVID. So we've dramatically overstated these cases. I don't report the case numbers on the show because the case numbers are not relevant. If you remember early on in the pandemic, we got what numbers? We got cases. We got hospitalizations. We got ICUs. We got deaths. What do we get now? We get cases only. The number of cases is meant to scare people. We now have therapeutics. We now have vaccines. The death toll is not near what it was before. We know a lot more about this. It has been indisputably proven it is not a threat to kids. More people in the United States under the age of 17 have died from gunshot wounds than they have from COVID since the beginning of the pandemic. The psychological impact on kids from having to wear a mask, not seeing their teachers smile, not seeing their uh, fellow students smile, breathing in their own carbon dioxide, I just believe it's not a binary decision. And so I don't support kids wearing masks. And you're absolutely right, Tom. Every pediatric uh, care person in Ohio recommends wearing masks because their concern is laser-focused on precluding the spread of COVID. I don't believe masks have been proven to work in the research. I believe they're doing something because then they can say they did something, not that they did something effectively. So if you want to know why I'm critical of that, I've tried to explain that to you. You're free to feel differently, and I, I I don't have any problem with you feeling differently. I'm just telling you why I feel the way I do. Yes, but I guess my point goes back to is you neglected to mention that it wasn't just a wine. And no, I never insinu- I, I never meant opinion, I never meant to insinuate. Personal opinion, he's done a fantastic job navigating this. Um, 
it's pretty much an impossible situation that yeah you know, and I I do you think he's done as do you think he's done as good a job as Ron DeSantis or Greg Abbott in Florida and Texas astronomically better what do you like about what he has done what do you think he has done that uh, has earned your respect or your praise you think the closure um, of all the restaurants well, in the for, state of Ohio, the businesses that have gone out of business, you think that's been good for the economy well, in Ohio? It, it's also trying to compare Ohio in the winter and Florida in the winter is not exactly comparing an apple to an apple. You think his stewardship um, of the I think, state? I think DeSantis, I think DeSantis was, was by largely got off lucky for that for the past year because most restaurants in Florida are going to be open air regardless. They're going to have windows open regardless. Have They're you, going to have far have, much less transition. Have you, li- have you lived in Florida? I've vacationed in Florida quite a bit. Okay. I lived in Florida. I've, so the Florida does not have a preponderance throughout the year of outdoor restaurants. It's way too humid, way too rainy in the summertime. It's absolutely miserable. Everybody's indoors in Florida in the summertime. I know everybody's indoors in Ohio in the wintertime, but I think we've had enough time pass that the conditions are pretty comparable. And the other thing I would say on Mike DeWine is, it's not, as I said before, it's not a binary decision. You can mask everybody up. Great. So the businesses close. You lock everything down. What else happens? Stewardship of the unemployment system. How many millions of dollars did we award to people by fraud on unemployment? That's a part of Mike DeWine's legacy on COVID. So it's not just how many people did he keep from dying. He, he's done blatantly unconstitutional things. Are you a supporter of the Constitution always? Or do you think that in rare circumstances, and if you give the politician a power to do things when it's rare, you'll be shocked how often rare happens that he can just do what he wants to do without the will of the people expressed through the legislature ruling the day. I, I, I'm by by and large against mass mandates. I, I wish they weren't needed. I wish people would just do the right thing for doing the right thing. But let me ask you this: Do you enjoy not having people smoke in restaurants? Are you are you adamantly against the, the smoking ban inside restaurants? Yes, because secondhand smoke has been proven to cause cancer in people. Yes, I am a uh, I am an advocate of no smoking in restaurants. There is not the but science on secondhand. No there is not the science on COVID and the transmission of COVID like there is on secondhand smoke. I know you're making that parallel. I understand why you're making that parallel. I just don't agree with your parallel. Plus, a lot of the other numbers, and I meant to refer to this earlier, you mentioned we started this conversation around pediatric hospital admissions. RSV is the virus that has been putting kids in the hospital. So RSV is a breathing virus, pneumonia, bronchiolitis, those kinds of things. RSV is why the pediatric numbers started to climb in hospitals. Then, this goes back to the Atlantic story, kid goes in a hospital for RSV, they get tested for COVID while they're in the hospital. Oh, they have COVID. They go on the list for a COVID admission. They're not a COVID admission. They're an RSV admission. So you're not going to convince me, and I'm not going to convince you, but we had a civil conversation, and I appreciate you listening to the show, and I very much appreciate you calling. Is there anything else you want to say that I didn't give you the chance to say? 
Uh, you can actually find the hospitalization and ICU records. They might not be broadcast daily, but they're easy, very easily found on pretty much every health system's website. You're right. No, you're right. Um, I just think it's interesting that in the beginning they were all out front being reported, and now it's like 7,000 cases. Oh, my goodness. So I just think that's an important distinction. Tom, you can hear the music. You got to go about your day, and I got to go to break. But I appreciate your call. Thank you very much, and thank you for listening to The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.